Hi, and welcome to the Indivisible YOLO podcast, a podcast by and for members of Indivisible YOLO. Today, we're here with Emmy Gladys, who is the chair of the YOLO Progressives. Let's do it. I'm Elizabeth Aramas-Diaz, and today we're here with Emmy Gladys, who is the chair of the YOLO Progressives. Emmy, thank you for joining us today. Oh, I'm glad to be here. To start off, who are the YOLO Progressives, and what defines a progressive? Well, I'll start with what defines a progressive. That is someone or an organization who works for the people and the planet without taking any money from any corporations or businesses. And uh, the Yolo Progressives started in June of 2016. We had a lot of energy. Many of us had worked for the Bernie Sanders campaign. And uh, we decided we would uh, harness our energy and focus on helping people in Yolo County. And what we do is work for the uh, vulnerable and oppressed people in the county. We advocate for mental health. We advocate for health care for people who don't have it. In uh, the spring of 2017, we started a poor people's campaign, and our first uh, endeavor was to lobby in the Sacramento capital for health care for all so that the people in Yolo County would be covered. So uh, currently, uh, we're uh, tabling in the uh, farmer's market, and we present Move to Amend, which is um, a 28th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution to overturn Citizens United and get money out of politics. Recently, you all hosted a Green New Deal town hall event on campus. What was the gist of that event, and how did it go? Well, it, it was uh, strikingly successful, and what uh, we did, we signed up for the Sunrise Movement Town Hall, and they provide us, provided us with some materials about the Green New Deal and about uh, how to cope with uh, people who uh, don't understand it. So um, I think with um, the... Uh, sign-up sheets we had, uh, we had a lot of success. So here in Davis, as part of Yolo County, uh, Congressman Garamendi represents us, and he recently hosted his own town hall-style meeting. How did that go? Well, uh, we coordinated our effort ahead of time and had several uh, people speaking, uh, mothers with children, elders, young people, middle-aged people. Our group covered the spectrum. And um, as it turned out, uh, Garamendi spent about 40 minutes promoting the historic work that he had done. And he was opposed to the Green New Deal at the time as uh, people were questioning him and he was off-putting answers directly to them. They um, 
got more and more excited, and Garamendi tried to leave, and he was walking away, and he was being booed. Four days later, he did a turnaround, and he said he would support the Green New Deal. I don't know if he has backwalked that yet, but he's not doing anything to advocate it. That's good to know. What campaigns are the Yolo Progressives currently working on, aside from pushing for the Green New Deal? Well, we're uh, um, uh, supporting Dylan Horton to run for city council. And um, our campaigns aren't uh, targeted individuals all the time. We're trying to uh, garner a Green New Deal that will help uh, people locally. And uh, we're having a meeting on that. So uh, we do uh, whatever comes to us that uh, will help the people of Yolo County. Now, I know some people in Yolo County are working to combat um, white supremacy, and there's an upcoming event about that. Could you speak on that? Oh, that's right. Thank you. Uh, Tim Wise is appearing at the Senior Center at 6.30. I think the door is open. And uh, he starts speaking at 7. He's a white man, and he has written on uh, being uh, white and racist and being uh, white and uh, for white supremacist. He understands the dealings of it, and he is a author and a speaker. And what is the date of that Tim Wise event? The 26th, I think. Great. So again, that is um, Tim Wise, who is an anti-racist speaker. That's going to be presenting at the Davis Senior Center on Friday, July 26th at 7 p.m. So recently, I mean, you mentioned um, the move to amend. Could yes. You, yeah. Uh, I was in Sacramento at a meeting of uh, progressives there, and uh, a woman had the pamphlet of move to amend, and I, I said, well, which constitution? And she said the U.S. Constitution. And what this is about, uh, they have just gotten started. There are 60 chapters, uh, and one is in Sacramento, across the nation so far. And it is to be the 28th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution to overturn Citizens United and to uh, get money out of politics. Why is it important to get money out of politics? Well, uh I think that all people deserve the right to be represented and to speak up. And using your money, not everybody has money that they can uh, uh, use. So I don't think it's uh, appropriate that uh, moneyed people get to uh, speak more than uh, non-money people. Do corporations have as much power as the people? Well, now with Citizens United and uh, all the monies that corporations make because they pay so little to their workers, um, they have a lot of power. And they're global, and uh, we go to war to get them cheap labor, get them markets. It's just uh, a corporate-driven economy globally now. And... um, That is not right. The people around the world should have their say with their government 
and in the United States, the people should be represented. And as it is now, the uh, um, quote I like to say uh, is the one from Jim Hightower that I'm not waiting for a third party. I'm waiting for a second party. Right on. Because both the Democrats and the Republicans take money from corporations and do their bidding, Not it wrong. seems. <laughs> um, we talked a little bit about the Green New Deal. Now, Los Angeles and New York City recently declared a climate emergency. What does that mean, and why is it important uh, for us to take that into consideration here in Yellow County? Well, Scientists are understanding that uh, we need to get to zero emissions as soon as possible. And by 2025 would be a, a good target date. And many of the states that have uh, made uh, initiatives about climate change, like California, have put it off into the distance, like 2040 or 2045. That is not going to help the... Uh, insects that are disappearing, 80% of the biomass of insects have disappeared in the last 20 years. And insects are involved in our food systems, all of our systems. So um, we are at a crossroads where we need to do everything in our community that we can to stop using fossil fuel. Well, speaking of fossil fuels, it is Plastic Free July. Um, how do you personally work to reduce your plastic use, and why is it so important that we combat plastic pollution? Well, there was a uh, sperm whale who was died and on the beach, and that whale had 115 plastic cups in, lodged in its stomach and uh, some uh, couple of dozen uh, plastic bags lodged in, his, in its stomach. The plastic that we use, one use and uh, any even recyclable plastic, is getting into our waterways, getting into the ocean. There is such a, uh, a worldwide spread of plastic. Since 1980, plastic use has grown a thousand percent. I personally don't buy any food in plastic. If they're in uh, clamshell plastics or trays of plastic, I just uh, buy something else. Well, hopefully our listeners will also be inclined to refuse plastic waste. Most important part of refusing, reducing, reusing, and recycling. <laughs> On another note, we the people want to hold companies accountable how are the Yellow Progressives working to do that? Well, on uh, this coming Wednesday in Stockton, California, there will be a California Public Utilities Commission meeting about uh, rate hikes and uh, bailouts and everything else on the wish list of PG&E. And it's a corporation that puts that may very well put um, profits ahead of public safety, if you look at the record. Anyway, the uh, meeting is uh, Wednesday the 17th, and it starts at 1 o'clock for about an hour. 
So uh, uh, I'm part of the YOLO uh, group, YOLO progressive group, who's with the Green New Deal Coalition in uh, California District 3. And uh, Dove Salkoff uh, was uh, privy to some of this information, and uh, he uh, let us know about it, and we were ready to go. Um, the uh, talking points uh, lists that uh, he provided were uh, very educational about how the last bailout has not been paid off by PG&E, how a lot of things that they've done has taken money from ratepayers. What our aim is to make the company give the ratepayers shares for their their increase in rates so it will be owned by the ratepayers and uh the other aspect is it could be owned by the state of california are there any other upcoming events that the yellow progressives are hosting this summer or attending this summer um uh, None that I can think of now. We are uh, heavy on the climate action, and I'm trying to get a meeting with Don Saylor about it. Who's um, Don Saylor? He's a county supervisor of uh, the district I live in, District 2 in the county. Now, what can folks do if they just don't have the time um, to combat climate change? What can folks do from home? Well, uh, the Citizens Climate Lobby has a call on Wednesday at 5 o'clock. And if you're busy at that time, like I am, doing tabling at the Farmer's Market in Davis, uh, you have the option to get a transcript of the call or listen to a podcast of it so you can listen to it later. And uh, that is where I heard Ezra Silk speak. He's the founder of the Climate Mobilization, and uh, he worked for the last two years with the groups that were uh, promoting uh, climate mobilization for the climate emergency in Los Angeles. What is the Citizens Climate Lobby? It's a group of people who are working on uh, lobbying uh, legislators to uh, take mobilization steps on the climate. And uh, with uh, the move of Los Angeles, it was a vote of 13 to 0 to 2 uh, on their city council that established a department of, with a director for climate mobilization and a staff and also a climate mobilization commission that would do assembly outreach to uh, train um, all members of communities who are impacted by climate, the impoverished and the oppressed communities, as well as anybody who lives near a um, oil drilling, because that is so harsh on your health. What are the repercussions of living near an oil refinery? On uh, per human health, it is just horrendous. It affects all senses, eyes, ears, nose. 
uh, your breathing, respiratory problems, headaches, nausea. It's, it's just a nightmare for the people who live within um, proximity to where oil is being drilled or refined or fracked. Are those frontline communities? Yes, I would identify those as frontline communities. Usually they're uh, people of color or uh, people without money who, don't, who aren't organized. That sounds a lot like environmental racism. Well, I think you've nailed it on the head there. Uh, the corporations are taking an exploitive stance at every vulnerable community they find. And they are not considering their workers or their, cons- uh, their um, neighbors. So, Emmy. Yes. Some of our listeners are working on building up their social justice vocabulary. I've heard the word eco-socialism go around. What does that mean? And could you speak a little bit about what eco-socialism is? Well, eco-socialism is a strategy to sustain a just economy, not under capitalism, because that is a competitive structure that drives blind, relentless growth. It consumes and destroys the biosphere. Its competitive internal structure breeds wars for resources, markets, cheap labor, and geopolitical military advantages. Social ownership of key industries like energy, nationalized big oil, that is eco-socialism. How are the Yolo progressives working to hold other progressive groups in the county accountable? Well, uh, I have a uh, resolution uh, to call the DNC for holding a presidential candidate's climate debate that I'm going to present at the Yolo County Democrat Party next Monday. I could read it. It has three whereases and two therefores. Sounds good. Whereas the United States and the human species are facing a climate catastrophe and possible extinction caused by historic and current emissions of greenhouse gases, and whereas the 46th president of the United States will be the last one to have the opportunity to lead our nation in meeting the vital emissions reductions targets that science shows we must achieve in the next decade to avert the worst consequences of the climate crisis. And whereas the Democrat Party has led the nation on climate and our national party platform states, quote, climate change poses an urgent and severe threat to our national security. We are committed to a national mobilization and to leading a global effort to mobilize nations to address this threat on a scale not seen since World War II, end quote. Therefore, let it be resolved that the Democrat Party of Yolo County joins former Vice President Al Gore, California State Party Chair Rusty Hicks, the majority of Californians' um, DNC members, and the majority of Democrat presidential candidates, and calling on the National Democrat Committee to hold a public, televised presidential primary debate on solutions to the climate crisis and Therefore, be it further resolved that upon adoption, copies of this resolution shall be transmitted to the chair and executive director of the California Democrat Party, 
all members of the California delegation to the De Democrat National Committee, all members of the De Democratic National Committee's Resolution Committee, and the chair of the Democrat National Committee. That will require a two-thirds vote from the members present to pass. And uh, I got this through an email. It was um, passed uh, verbatim of what I just read uh, by the Contra Costa County Democrat Party. And hopefully YOLO soon. Yes. Now, Emmy, since climate change is not just at the forefront, but the biggest priority for the YOLO progressives. How do you personally stay so hopeful as we continue the same fight and as uh, the situation becomes more and more, more dire? How do you continue this work every day? Well, I talk to people and uh, occasionally I get the chance to talk to uh, scientists. And when I was tabling last week, I met a scientist. I had made a sign that said, humanity is on a suicide watch that I lifted from an article on how dire the uh, climate crisis has become. And uh, that person said to me that they themselves were on a suicide watch because when a scientist goes a biologist who this was goes into the field, they can see how terribly bad it is. And uh, he uh, connected with the humanity being on a suicide watch. When I table for the Green New Deal, uh, a lot of people don't have the time, they don't have the interest, they don't have the knowledge and uh, this is because uh, the, oh, let's talk about the report that the uh, Interpanel uh, Climate Commission at the UN released in 2018. We have 50 huge newspapers in the United States. 22 of them mentioned it. That's not even half of the papers. It's not covered anywhere. And uh, people are just not understanding that it is such an urgent thing. I think now that uh, Los Angeles and New York City have identified it as a climate emergency, I think that chatter will carry on. But I uh, have friends who tell me, uh, try humor, because... Uh, That's a good one. I, uh, oh, did you hear the one about the last uh, family that was uh, uh, exploring caves, came out and found no one? No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you oh, for that. Oh, well. <laughs> it sounds like empowered people empower people. So I hope people are feeling inspired. How can folks learn more or get involved with the Yellow Progressives? Well, uh, we meet on uh, the second Thursday of the month and the last Sunday of the month, and uh, we're meeting at my home. But I uh, um, want to say that we have uh, an email list of uh, almost uh, 190 members, and I've been in touch with them, and they say they want to be ke kept updated, but they're not 
uh, finding time in their schedule with kids and graduate studies and all the things that they're into, their jobs and such, that uh, they can uh, attend meetings. We have a core group of almost 10 people. Is there a Facebook or website that folks can reach out to? Yes. Uh, You can uh, sign up with us on uh, uh, Facebook. Uh, It will be the YOLO Progressives, and uh, we have a website, theyoloprogressives.com, I think. Great. And do you have any final thoughts for our listeners? Well, uh, what I think is that joking about the crisis is going to lighten it up, but it is a very difficult concept to understand that humanity is has uh, done such terrible things to the planet that the planet will no longer sustain us unless we do something immediately. That's a hard, hard thing to talk about. Great. Well, Amy, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm very happy to be here. Thank you. We just spoke to Emmy Gladys, chair of the YOLO Progressives. If you're interested in joining any of Indivisible YOLO's actions for this week, you're welcome to join us on Tuesdays at 10.30 a.m. for Action Coffee at Easel Cafe in Davis, Thursday from 6 to 7 p.m. for Beer Nights at Super Owl Brewery at the Westlake Plaza in Davis, and Sunday for Sunday Morning Cafefe from 10.30 a.m. to noon. And that location does change. You're welcome to check out our Facebook, which is facebook.com forward slash Indivisible YOLO. Again, that is facebook.com forward slash Indivisible YOLO. For that specific location, as well as to stay updated on any of our events. If you're unable to join us um, for any of the events this week, or if you'd just like to put in that extra social justice work and get your activism hours in, you're welcome to use this fabulous mobile application we have called Amplify, uh, developed by our neighbors at Indivisible San Francisco. It makes calling your representatives super easy. One of the reasons that I personally use it instead of other calling apps is because it's specifically tailored to contact our local and state representatives for Yolo County. Um, so making calls through Amplify makes the most impact in moving our representatives on issues that we care about. Yeah. If you would like to get the app, it is fairly easy. You are welcome to go to the App Store or the Google Play Store and download it to your phone. Then create an account using an email and a password. You'll need a team code to get in on the Indivisible YOLO actions. And our team code is 393-849971. Again, that is 393-849971. And that will get you on our Indivisible YOLO team. Once you're on the team, it's just a couple of clicks to call your representatives, and once you've made your calls, you can leave feedback about whether or not you've talked to a staffer or have had to leave a voicemail, and that helps us out at Indivisible YOLO because when we speak to our representatives at other meetings, we can ask them things like, hey, why aren't you answering your phone calls? Why are your calls going to voicemail? Or congratulate them and thank them for actually listening to their constituents. In Amplify, You can also write a post about why you called, uh, which is one of my favorite parts because you can thank and cheer other people on for speaking to their local representatives. You also receive little notifications when someone thanks you for your actions, and you can write comments and even inspire other people. It is a wonderful app for community building, and to get it, again, you just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and you search 
Amplify from Civic Tools. If you'd like to give us feedback or suggest a topic or guest for a future episode, feel free to send us an email at indivisibleyolopodcast at gmail.com. That is the name of this podcast. Again, that is indivisibleyolopodcast at gmail.com. And as a reminder, you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash indivisibleyolo. Again, that is facebook.com forward slash indivisibleyolo. If you'd like to join us for our meetings, Indivisible YOLO will be hosting a general meeting Monday, July 29th at 7 p.m. at the Rayleighs in Woodland. That will about do it for us. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>